Radio, NTS Live, we're here for the next two hours, my name's Raj Chowdhury, got a very special show actually, got um, Gold Panda and James Holden, gonna have a little chat, play some tracks from the album, this track of course, album a lot of people have been waiting for, Boards of Canada, Cold Earth, remember it is a very very cold earth, it's been sunny all week, weekend comes, turned back into London.
Taken from a new compilation called Good God. It's Robert Vanderbilt and the Foundation of Souls. Everything you hear tonight is available to buy on Bleep. Shout to Budgie, Gospel King. Go check out his two mixtapes, the the Gospel According to Budgie. Mix it up a bit tonight.
Seals of affirmation. We will move into some more electronic stuff later.
of Julie Holton, brand new track called World. Very much looking forward to a new album. This track by The Last Skeptic, new instrumental album released on BBE, aptly titled I Hate June. He really does hate June.
Not just playing new stuff tonight. It's a Bibio remix of Clark, Ted. Of course, we do have uh, Gold Panda and James Holden coming up. Split Radio, it's NTS Live. We're here till six, or listen back on the podcast. John Roberts, this track called Shoes. Out now, Dar Records. Thank you. 
moving to the sound, brand new John Hopkins, track called Sun Harmonics, taken from the new album. Before that, the low, the birds don't fly this high by low. piece other side stuck together remix can play for about 10 more minutes and we're gonna have a little chat with uh gold panda here's some new tracks from the album keep it locked split radio (laughs) 
Time to start feeling like the weekend. Brand new car haul, measure to measure. called Free Sense by Polysick, as in sick, S-I-C-K. These kids, eh?
Elements of house music, Lego Welt actress remix. Ridiculous.
just, just, hello? If you just tuned in, Split Radio. We've got a very special show today. We've got um, Gold Panda, James Holden. It's NTS Live, we're here till six. We've got car alarms going off and everything. Radio, moment you've been waiting for. This track, India Lately, by uh, Mr. Gold Panda. And we have uh, Mr. Panda here, actually. Hello, how you doing? So, um, this new album, do you want to tell us about it? What a broad question. Do I have to? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I know, it's been a long time, I guess, since the last one for everyone else, but for me, it feels pretty soon. It's been touring a lot and uh, decided to uh, finally make some more tracks because I was getting bored of playing the same tracks every night in live sets. So the album came out of boredom? 
pretty much, yeah. Um, just eventually found time to make a new record and uh, wanted to do it in a way that was kind of um, me making music before I bought Ableton, I guess, and just going back to the MPC and getting real basic with my setup. So I, f I follow you on Facebook, actually. I see a lot of photos of, like, MPC 2000s and, like, zip disks. And is, it, is there a thinking of, of why you want to go analogue with, is, you know, is there... Did you, you know, is there a preference to it or? Um, it's just the MPC 2000 XL is just a machine I've had for nearly 20 years now. So uh, it's I don't know. Are the results different when you when you use analog as opposed to like using software? I just like the way that machine sounds and works, and I. Uh, it just feels very natural to make music with it and I don't have to look at a screen or uh, I just feel like I can do stuff extremely quickly with it and have something going that I like within five minutes of turning the machine on and uh, I've always sampled old records and it's just the easiest way to chop up a sample on there and put it across different pads and, and is this going to translate to your live show having all analog gear um well, I take an MPC 1000 because it's a lot smaller and I've just got two other drum machines and uh, just trying to phase out the laptop because I just don't really use a computer that much at home to make the tracks. So I thought that it wasn't a fair representation of what I was doing at home. I, I, it's just like putting the computer into it was just actually making it more complicated because I'd have to put all the samples then into Ableton and then map it out. So it was just better to... Um, just change to a machine that was vaguely similar to what I was using. Right, so um, we're going to play a few tracks from from um, your album. Is there a particular one you, you want us to hear? Yeah, can we start with Flinton, please? Can you tell us a little bit about that track first? It's um, it's a track I was really happy with as soon as I made it. It's just a one take kind of thing, um, chopped up a piano loop and. Uh, named it after a really good friend of mine who's actually my tour manager um, but the album was about places and luckily the, there is a place called Flinton in Yorkshire near where he was born which he knows nothing about so his surname is Flinton and there's a town called Flinton so kind of coincidence I was very lucky Great, so let's uh, have a listen to that track <laughs>
So, Mr. Panda. Can I call you Mr. Panda? What, what? Yeah, call me whatever you like. Okay, well, Mr. Mr. Panda sounds okay. So, Derwin. Okay, Derwin. So, this whole album's about places. And is this just because you've been traveling a lot? Or what was it, you know? Is this just like a, a diary of, of uh, remembering where you've been? Yeah, totally. Uh, it's a bunch of postcards, I guess. The last the last album had a kind of a story, beginning, middle and ending, and I just wanted this one to be a, a collection of snapshots of places I've been, I guess. Because, yeah, touring and going and seeing places and playing shows quite a big deal for me because I never thought I would do it. And I'm quite a kind of maybe introverted, nervous kind of person. <laughs> So flying to shows is not like my idea of fun, but then actually getting there and doing the show and feeling good about it afterwards and stuff, it's really helped to build my confidence and be motivated to do more more stuff. Um, a lot of press I see are calling you a nomad. Is that is that fair? I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you live you live in Berlin now, but you're originally from here. Is was this? And you used to go to Japan a lot, and what? You're just, you're just trying to see as much of it as you can. Yeah, I, uh, I was brought up in Peckham, and yeah, till I was about 15, and then my family moved to Chelmsford in Essex, which was completely different. And Britpop was happening, so. I kind of I kind of rebelled against Britpop by listening to a lot of gangster rap and dressing with big baggy jeans and bandanas, trying to dress like Tupac. Didn't really work out, but uh, I, that's a real shame that didn't work out. I think a lot of people would like to see that still. I've got a photo actually that I'll probably uh, use at some point. Me with a like a really baggy jeans, a, like a step haircut the centre parting and uh, Orlando uh, some kind of basketball jacket watch out because I'm going to get that photo and we're going to put it on the bleep Facebook for sure um, so we're going to play one more track um, well maybe a couple actually but um, do you want to tell us what, what's coming next and maybe a little bit about it as well uh, next is uh, the most livable city it's named after a, there's a magazine called Monocle and they do this thing every year which they give you the top 25 best cities in the world and uh, it's just completely ridiculous but uh, I guess the thing I like about it is I'm always searching for the best place to live and I, I, I probably doesn't exist you know you want all, you want it every, every, everywhere you live to be perfect I guess so um, yeah it's about that and it has my girlfriend giving me some advice at the beginning of the track and also the sound of a dog my friend's Dalmatian called Panda uh, in there as well. So just about this living thing, are you, is, is Berlin not going to be a permanent fix, fixture for you? You already got your eyes on the next spot? Um, yeah, I mean, there's no reason to settle down somewhere, I guess. So it's just... Uh, I don't know if I'll ever find the, the place I really want to live, if, if that even exists. But while I get to do this music thing and travel, I've got a chance to... I don't have to be settled somewhere, I guess, so I might as well see as much of the world as I can. Right, let's get into it. The most livable city, God Panda.
How do you feel emotionally today? Are you a bit, are you okay? Are you getting depressed?
So, this one's called um, My Father in Hong Kong. I think I can guess what this is about. What's this about, Mr. Panda? It's about my mum. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's about my father in Hong Kong, basically. Uh, a place I've never been, but he's told me good things about and uh, the time he spent there. And, um, yeah, so I really want to go. And I really wanted to make uh, a almost stereotypical kind of Asian-sounding track from a Westerner's point of view. Kung Fu flick style. Yeah, yeah, or like a documentary about how people work so hard in Japan or something ridiculous like that, you know. Just something you'd hear on a cheesy documentary. And But those tracks were always really good, for some reason. Right, so we're going to wrap it up. Thanks so much for coming down. Um, just, have you got any kind of shout-outs or things you've always wanted to get off your chest that, that, that you know, now's your, now's your opportunity? Uh, I'll shout out my dad, actually, for this, because of this tune. And he grew up in... Uh, on Mayor Street in Hackney so it's kind of like nice nice to be here and play this song and everything's full circle so it's kind of cool Split Radio it's NTS we're here till 6 um, keep it locked thanks very much Mr Panda
course, brand new Thundercat. Heartbreaks and setbacks. If you haven't already get the album it's gonna soundtrack summer if we get one that's obviously referred to our london listeners Sounds a new jest. This boy is doing more than just playing a video game. He has UK rap legend. World, a world of danger, intrigue, and magic. We move like Mario in the ghost castle. Smoke the whole keto parcel. We make speakers blow in the dance hall. Eat the red flower, spit the fireball. It's the most reliable to inspire yeah. all. Chew the blue mushroom, twist the eye at all. You fuck to an eye that just isn't viable. Sip the black liquid, open up the ziplock bag and split it. Roll a fat split if, spit the white spirit. Struck a match, did it. Catch a fat lid dip for that whack lyric. Giving them the middle finger on Prince. Putting on the hoodie and the mask, I'm invisible Go get the gold star, turn invincible Ink in the visual, villainous individual The real king of Kong, Steve Weeby Play the Ouija, Mario and Luigi Talking at me, ain't showing any interest I'm on level 6, still looking for the princess Beats make them bubble like bubble Last dregs of brew in the bottom of the bottle Another purple, crop a herbal Jump the platform, hop the hurdle Get the coin and dodge the turtle Spit the verbal, like a cat spit a furball Fling a curveball, the cadets call me Colonel High ranking, you and whose army? Who can get the highest score playing the Atari? It's all gravy, that lamb shank roast We got the logo, crazy like the Pac-Man ghost We lace the Cubase and the window Play the game like Sega and Nintendo Blow the endo, blaze the Pengjo The great Soprendo, snatch him out the beds like Pedro Negro Yo, it's all collateral damage My little yellow face is famished Better vanish We put the Casio on Spanish mode And took a hit at that hashish smoke G-A-M-E-O-P-E-R It takes countless hours, weeks and even months For some to get to the end of the game Using trial and error and secret passages that aren't always detailed in the instruction books. Okay, um, to get the magical sword, what you need is 12 hard containers. Have you ever been to the mansion that has the eyeball in it? No wonder the game borders on obsession for kids and adults. Sounds of Aoki Takamasa, Rhythm Variation 08.
Moving to the sound, new kelp, beaks of eagles. If you've just tuned in, Split Radio, we do still have James Holden still to come. Material, Darbury, taken from One Free. If you don't know that album, seriously, just get to know it.
brand new from a producer called D33J called Park Tape Version. Tracklist will be up on bleep.com. Gregor uh, on Compact is a guy called Gregor Schwellenbach. Apologies to any German listeners. Some uh, classical remakes of um, of techno tracks. It says Voigt and Voigt's Vision 03. Pick up the pace a little. This track Helix by Bytone. 
going to go a little bit tougher for the last bit. James Holden coming up real soon. It's Bleak Radio, it's NTS Live. Okay, let's do it.
Nathan Fake, The Sky Was Pink, Holden Remix. Little segue. Radio, it's NTS Live. My name's Raj, I'm quite excited about the next guest. This track, Circled Inside a Circle Inside, by uh, Mr. James Holden, who's uh, here now actually. Hello. So, um, you've got a new album coming out. Tell us about it. That's a difficult question. <laughs> uh, what I do. Yeah. Uh, I, I have made the album that I wanted to make. That's about all there is to say about it, really. Um, it's been a long while since your last one. Yeah. Is there a reason for the uh, the big big break? Can I, uh, it's my own fault. I do too many things. Um, DJing, running the label. They all kind of took a load of time away from... I forgot to make music, <laughs> in a way. And there was a little bit of like... You know, like trying to work out how to move forward, learn some new stuff, everything like that. Trying seven years in the desert, that's what it was. <laughs> you forgot to make your album. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Okay, so this is the album you, you wanted to make. This is it's quite, um, I mean, wild. It's quite feral, isn't it? I mean, I mean that that the first track that you know came from it, it, it was a pretty good way of describing it. Um, I uh, I heard that you've you've done these all like one takes. Okay, do you want to tell us why you did that? Like music that people have thought about when they're making it generally leaves me quite cold. Um, I kind of feel like music. You know, when you go and see someone really good and it's a, a real visceral experience, it happens. You, you saw something that's never going to happen again. I wanted the record to be like that, a, a thing of catching and kind of, of like making it feel like field recordings, documentary footage of some weird shit going on. <laughs> and were you ever at all like, well, maybe I should go back and redo that little bit or were you just happy for it to be rough? It was like... I, Maybe went back and made things rougher. <laughs> so went, so went back. Oh, maybe I could put this on a worse quality cassette, and that will sound better. And it, correct. Everything sounds better on worse quality cassettes. Um, but also with all the analog stuff, 
you can't really go back. Like the way I set up my modular, it's never going to sound the same as that one take. I can't. Yeah, and there's just those recordings. I just do the the live takes in the moment, and then kind of piece them together. Um, yeah, so it's it's like good for your. It, it makes you better not being able to go back. It prevents overworking. So just for the uh, geeks and tech heads out there, do you want to give us a, a a breakdown of the equipment that was used, or is that giving away too much? I don't mind telling, because the thing with modular synths is. And, you know, I could give my sim to someone else. They would do completely different things to it. Luke Abbott's got quite a similar system to me, but he uses it in almost the opposite way. And it's so, like, a lot of the album is the modular synth. The rest of the keyboards are this Prophet 600 I've got, which is half broken. So some of the, like, every fifth note is wonky. <laughs> and then the other important gear was I've got a tube vacuum tube mixing desk and an old vacuum tube compressor, and they make things sound warm and old. And then... I've got like five tape machines, and that's the other secret to it all. Cassette is unfakeable magic. <laughs> Cassette's a new thing. Right, so I want people to hear this. You know, what's a good track that's going to sum up how, 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 how rough and even rougher this album actually is? <laughs> I, it's quite a broad album, isn't it? So I find it quite hard to pick one track to sum anything up. What I want to hear right now is the Caterpillar's intervention, because it's like my rock out moment. <laughs> And that's what we're going to do right now. Caterpillar's intervention. Hold it.
Wow. So, um, the man who's been too busy to uh, make an album. I just wanted to speak about what, what, what you've been busy with, and in particular, um, Border Community. Tell us about Border Community. <laughs> well, it's its 10th birthday this year, so it's kind of a big, should be a big deal, but it's been an arc. When we started, it was just a group of friends trying to work together, help each other out, put out good records, all naive and nice. And then in the middle, we accidentally became really popular and re <laughs> like really didn't enjoy that time at all. And now we're back to where we were at the start. We're outsiders again, it feels a bit, and we're all quite close and kind of pushing each other forward as well. Um, so like having Nathan Fake and Luke Abbott and Wesley Matzel like popping up on your Google Talk every day with MP3s, it's, it's really exciting. I'm really lucky to know those people. Um, now, something that strikes me, and I don't know if this is intentional, or maybe it's... But there's like... When I think of Border Community, I think of a particular kind of sound, even though you all make quite different music. Is that intentional? Or you all just like hanging out, kind of swapping tips and, you know, being like, oh, that's, that's a nice kind of like... It's, um... Like, I don't like the idea of there being a fixed sound. Like a sort of a feeling or an aesthetic or a set of ideas, an approach or whatever. But like... We really didn't want to have a fixed sound, and when people, when we were at the peak of our success, and people were making copies of what we'd done, or thinking that was the sound, and they they could copy it, they completely missed the point. And I sort of, as a result, we had to move forward a bit and get away from those people. Um, yeah, I think having a sound. Or you went feral. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, what what? Congratulations on the ten years. What 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 do you see happening? Is it still just like that a bunch of friends with border community or is there like a, a goal or like something you want to do with it and get more artists so you're just kind of happy as it is but stable for you and you and your pals basically i i want to keep it small and and everyone involved being a personal friend i think and there's no need for us to grow it into it i don't want to run a big successful record label <laughs> that would be terrible it's kind of hard work the, the whole like and Writing records is a lot more fun than that, and I, I want to not make the same mistake again and do the next album quite quickly. <laughs> so we're going to hear um, one more track from the the Inheritors. Um, any idea what what it's going to be, James? Uh, let's have the Inheritors. At.
Blackpool, late 80s. What's that about? Blackpool in the late 80s. He's, he's smart, this guy. So, um, James, thanks very much for, um, for coming down. We've been like big fans of you at Bleep for a long while now. Um, so it's an honour to have you there. Um, is there anything you want to um, get off your chest? Any shout-outs? Any? I know you can just say, oh, thank everyone, for all my friends at Border Community. But like maybe something that we don't expect, your mum, maybe something we don't expect um, is, it's, you know, spread your message to the world. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no pressure. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I have to watch myself, because if you let me speak uninhibited, I'll get myself in trouble. So I'd shout out. Uh, thanks and I have heard you speak uninhibited before so yeah. <laughs> um, to keep it safe thanks to my <laughs> thanks to my dog Buster because he's you know he's a good friend <laughs> yeah just with uh, Gold Panda earlier and he was saying how he's um, terrified of all dogs <laughs> so um, that's that's a good way to end so it's Bleep Radio it's NTS Live I wanted to thank um, Mr Holden and Mr Panda for coming down um my name's Raj Chowdhury, and uh, we'll see you next month.